Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Let's get to today's top stories brought to you by Alvarez Plumbing and Air Conditioning. Did Felix uh, mess up your, your setup there? Chris, you seem a little uncomfortable with the microphone. <laughs> well, there's there's like... some red pen. pen marker. <laughs> Felix, what's Oh, this? Felix, where, where were you marking up? Oh, it, is yeah, that a Sharpie? Your, your pen is leaking all over Uh-oh. the place. We keep this place immaculate. <laughs> Now, <laughs> this is a white table. There's, yeah, there's actually some wipes in the cabinet over there. Oh, wow. <laughs> They're instructing you. Go oh, clean should, that mess up. Should I clean up after him as the woman in the studio? Is no, that my no, job? No, 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 no. It's not. It's Ryan's job. <laughs> so I didn't get to nominate my favorite Christmas song. What, what is your favorite Christmas I, I, song? I submitted it to James. Can you play it? Uh, well, I don't know which one it is. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> Chris. Come on, who doesn't like this one? Oh, man. This is the Singing Dogs Quartet. And I think Stetson's there. Yeah, I mean, he, he <laughs> sounds like he's one of them uh, in the background. I'm sure uh, people who have dogs who are listening to the show right now, they're having a really great time. <laughs> That's a classic. Come on. Uh, which one? So, did you agree with, uh, with that one? That's the top song in Florida? No. I, Christmas song? Well, I like that one. You um, like that one? I don't like the Mariah Carey one. You don't like this no one? No way. Oh my God. When you're adamant about it, you have strong opinions about this song. Why don't you like that? How can you not like so this song? Overplayed. I mean, well, it's so overplayed. Yeah. Right, but it's still a, gr- it's a great Christmas song, even if it's overplayed. No, it's just terrible. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. I don't know if I want to go down that road and get into that debate. It sounds like I'm going to lose that one. All right. That is a terrible Christmas song. Uh, what else we got going on? Give us uh, some of today's top stories. Well, the Sarasota County School Board is requesting that. Bridget Ziegler, one of the board members, stepped down. The vote was four to one. Ziegler, the lone vote, casting uh, no because she wasn't going to vote herself right. off the board. I guess not. But she has declined to leave, and this stems from an investigation into her husband, the Republican Party chair of Florida, Christian Ziegler. He's been accused of sexual assault. Meanwhile, Bridget admitted to engaging in a consensual or consensual sexual relationship. <laughs> With her husband and the alleged victim. <laughs> now, You're just combining uh, yeah. consensual and sexual. Just, that's, uh, that's the new word. Consensual. Desanctimonious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. Now, for her, she's an elected official, so um, I, I would tend to, you know, just have the voters. This make is a, a non binding vote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, for him, he's not an elected official. And if Republicans in the state feel like uh, this is going to be a distraction to the work that needs to be done for the 2024 election, then I think uh, there's more credence to their call for him to step down, regardless as to whether or not he's. He's charged. Uh, this is obviously an issue they don't want attached to the party right now. And that's why, literally, I, I haven't seen one person come out and defend him and say, we want him to stick around. Republicans and Democrats on the school board both agreed yeah. that she's a distraction to school business. Mm-hmm. And obviously her political opponents say, look, how can you be the, this moral authority, you know, this conservative uh, voice for book bans and other issues when she's engaging in what some would call deviant behavior? Um Consensual uh, sexual behavior yeah. that maybe goes a little bit antithetical well, to some of her positions. On yeah, certain I think that's issues. the point. I mean, yeah. she stands for a certain level of morality, right? And then there's this stuff going on behind the scenes. Now, 
uh, Moms for Liberty, they haven't, I don't think they've said a whole lot. Of, it, for them, it's been more, you know that Homer Simpson um, image where he's backing away into the bushes? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of what Moms for Liberty has been doing yeah. with yeah. Bridget Ziegler. And that. Well, it's it's become a national uh, oh, yeah. viral thing. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, she's become uh, more well-known for this stuff going on rather than um, even her position as Moms for Liberty uh, founder and also her position on the board over at the uh, Reedy Creek District at Disney World. Yep. So, uh, yeah, that's and and there they have she's got controversy over there as well, Mm -hmm. because some people don't think she belongs on that board based on what's going on. So uh, in the meantime, though, both her husband. Yeah, they're hanging on. They, They have given no indication that they're going to resign. So Bond is again denied for a 14-year-old accused in that deadly Halloween shooting in Ybor City. A judge ruled that Caden Abney will stay jailed. They believe he fired the shots that killed 20-year-old Harrison Boonstoppel. Now, at the court hearing in Tampa, Abney's defense attorney suggested that she may want another competency evaluation of the 14-year-old who is being tried as an adult for the crimes. Let me bring in our legal analyst, Felix Vega, because competency has become an issue in a number of stories. We've got this one, and we also have the one involving that uh, individual who ran over two uh, Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputies, and um, he, he ran them over, almost, you know, uh, could have killed them, mm-hmm. and he was found not competent to stand trial uh, even though it seemed like he knew exactly what he was doing at the time and then there was some evidence that he attacked uh somebody in i think it was the hillsborough county jail uh knew what he was doing then made statements to that effect uh what is going on with with competency and some of these suspects well and there's another double homicide that i'm following in manatee county as well where a um, mother and her boyfriend were killed by allegedly killed by her son um, and they've raised competency issues uh, in that case he was actually out on a conditional release order when he was found incompetent which is very rare usually you're sent to the Florida State Hospital so this is coming up more and more now in terms of a lot of these cases um, it, competency is raised in a number of cases but I think in terms of High-profile cases, now we're seeing it more, and it's becoming more of a forefront issue. A tactic, almost, on the part of the defense. Right, and so there's there's two things that, that happen. So when you claim incompetence, you have to have some sort of mental health disorder that's diagnosable. And the like, one who attacked the uh, deputies, he did have mental health issues that were documented in the past. Correct. But my problem is it didn't seem like at the time there were those kinds of issues coming into I mean, he knew what he was doing. He was trying to kill those members right. of law enforcement. So what the doctors had to look at when you appoint, basically two doctors are appointed under Florida state law to evaluate the person. What they're looking for are, do you appreciate the nature of the charges? Do you appreciate the maximum sentence um, that you're facing? Are you able to assist your defense attorneys in your own defense, um, courtroom behavior or behavior in custody? All those things come into play. Um, and then the doctor looks at the your current actions, those responses to those set you know set of six or seven questions, and then also what your actual diagnosis is and what the what you've exhibited before in terms of your behavior. What doctors also look for is what's called malingering, which means that you are feigning or faking your mental health illness and the symptoms. So if they find a diagnosis of malingering, then they'll find that you have you know, X amount of issues. However, you're still competent, but you're trying to make it look like you're incompetent. Um, then, but then on the other side of the spectrum is that if you're actually incompetent, then a lot of those boxes are going to be checked and they're going to find that you're not able to appreciate the nature of the charges. You're going to do 
you know, act out in jail, act out in the courtroom. Um, and so it's a fine line, but the doctors are trained to look for those signs where okay. someone may not be totally incompetent, but you know, they're kind of trying to make it out like they are. And too, too many big words. There's a lot of yeah. malingering. Yeah. 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 Well, and, and when you have a faking it, when there. you have a 14 year old too, I feel like it's even more difficult because he's 14. Like, right. Yeah. Yeah. And it's difficult to diagnose. And, but again, these, this happens in a number of cases routinely okay. that, you know, cause we don't cover every single court case, you know, Hillsborough County, for example, you know, we have like 20,000 felony cases come through the state attorney's office, you know, on an average year. Well, that's it, encouraging. <laughs> right. So, and that, and again, I'm seven years removed from the office. So, but you know, you have to look at the numbers, you know, overall versus mm-hmm. the number of cases where you actually claim, um, you know, incompetence. I had one murder case before I left where it had gone on for three years and the defendant was accused of killing his father in his bedroom with a claw hammer. Um, and so, and he was constantly coming back to, we sent him back and forth to the Florida State Hospital, God knows how many times because of, you know, he was exhibiting, you know, incompetence and, you know, doing very, very, disgusting and weird stuff oh, while okay. he was in custody. It doesn't mean that these people are never going to be held accountable, right? Correct. They're, it's just until they can get their act together, hopefully, at some yeah, point I mean, in time. When you send them to state hospital, it's for six months. They try to restore your competency. Okay. If you can't restore them to competency, then there's another legal procedure where you're involuntarily committed okay. for a term, a term of years. All right. So Ashley Moody is getting involved with the college football uh, controversy involving Florida State. I'm just so done with this. This is so ridiculous. Uh, I mean, come on. Uh, it's nothing about politics. That's all this is. Think so? Just trying to gain some favor with uh, with voters because they don't have the guts to come out and say what I said, which isn't a popular position here in the state of Florida. It's that Alabama should have uh, gotten in and Florida State shouldn't have gotten in. And I've taken a lot of heat for that position. Sure too. Oh, I was going to say, I <laughs> yeah. bet you have. Yeah, but hey, uh, it is what it is. Uh, or at the very least, there's a case to be made. It's uh, They're trying to make this out to be some big conspiracy. Yeah, the ratings are going to be better with Alabama than if Florida State was in it with a backup quarterback. But that's not the only reason why you would pick Alabama over Florida State. Yeah, I think, you know, the critics are saying, look, the Attorney General of Florida is supposed to be investigating criminal yeah. activity and sports and which me? teams play in football games is not really going to be i mean it may be controversial but yeah it's it's politically popular but you know these critics are like well why isn't ashley moody investigating the insurance companies not paying out claims to people from hurricane ian why is she not investigating these you know mysterious rate increases that uh, are are, you know going from these companies that are are supposedly bankrupt and all this while their executives are getting paid millions of dollars none of those investigations are going on but she was quick to jump on the Florida right. State controversy. And people have been, they've been criticizing me for being like a, a homer for Alabama. I'm not an Alabama fan. I'm a Notre Dame fan. I have a miserable What's college football Tide experience. What's that Crimson Tide shirt on? <laughs> Roll Tide. Uh, I could care less who got in. I just thought it made more sense. It's going to be a better playoff with Alabama and then if Florida State had gotten in. I don't agree what with do that. What do you have, Dana? You have something you want to you want to say Just here. one of these messages that we got. This wasn't a comment. This Nasty. was a direct message on Instagram from a guy named Bill. How the bleep do you know who the better team is? <laughs> bleep head you're what's wrong with football that's what the playoff is for clown <laughs> oh that's that's actually a nice message that's almost a compliment compared to some of the other ones that i've gotten over this uh this hot take it moody did say though during her news conference she wants to know if there was any money that you know exchanged hands that oh, may have led to alabama getting in over florida state that. oh geez i don't even know if that's a crime either though 
I mean, these are a private enterprise, right? right? Sports. I, okay, so if they got money, so what? I mean, is that a crime? You know what I'm saying? I Felix, just, is there is there some statute that, that bans that? I, I don't know. I, I'm not brushed up on my college football playoff <laughs> bribery scandals, but I don't know. And didn't they earmark like a million dollars in the budget for like... Yeah, for a potential lawsuit. Well, yeah. yeah, it's just, it's all Ridiculous. politics headline grabbing. That's all this is. None of it's going to go anywhere. You're never going to hear about this investigation. Uh, and the game in a will be over with by, by the time there's exactly. even a hearing. Yeah, and if you're Florida State, just focus on, you know, not getting crushed by Georgia and making it like you belong in, in that game. There you uh, go. We'll see. Uh, I, I, I just, I'm say. done with that story. <laughs> now we're really late. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We're running a little late this morning. Uh, Chris Trankman with Today's Top Stories. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. A packed hour ahead. Let's get right to Today's Top Stories. Brought to you by Alvarez Plumbing and Air Conditioning. Good morning, Chris. Good morning. So recess time in Florida schools may no longer be in jeopardy. There was a version of a bill filed by State Senator Corey Simon that would have required schools to offer 100 minutes of free play per week instead of the 20 consecutive minutes per day that's required by a law called the 2017 Recess Law. The changes that would have eliminated recess in some schools sparked outrage from so-called recess moms across the state. And one mom was afraid that this would lead to what were called sporadic brain breaks, like a few minutes of just quiet time throughout the day rather than the consecutive playtime that constitutes what you would think is recess i tell you what i could use a few minutes of quiet throughout the day that'd be nice <laughs> oh, but please. you were uh, i'd rather a, have recess though you were a recess mom oh yes the idea that they would just take a couple of minutes here and there for a brain break instead of letting the kids go out and work out the energy spend some time with their friends run around was ridiculous yeah, yeah. and this was wasn't this the issue dana that uh we thought that you might end up like running for office i mean you were <laughs> yeah. really adamant I, about I it was. you were gonna go right to the capitol and tell them what's up because every once in a while my son will not get the amount of time of recess he's supposed to get because whatever is going on at school or someone gets in trouble and he'll get in the car how was your day we didn't get all of our recess time. We only got 15 minutes instead of 20 minutes. I mean, oh, yeah. he kids know down really... to the second what they oh, got. Oh, he does. And it's ridiculous. They make these kids sit there all day long, sit, sit at your desk, do this, do that. Let them have 20 minutes out of a six and a half hour day to run around and play. Yeah, this was a really stupid proposal. I don't know what the point of it was. Well, when I was a kid, if you misbehaved, teachers could take away recess yeah. time. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about getting kids, you know, in line. Right. That's a good way to do it. Say no recess time today. You're going to sit and, you know, meditate instead. <laughs> yeah. So. yeah, no, it's ridiculous because these they have so many kids that have behavior issues and all this stuff going on. But you can't expect kids. They have energy. They got to work it out. You can't expect them to just sit there all day. And a five minute brain brain break is dumb. Yeah. Apparently, apparently the argument in favor was that private schools are not subject to these recess laws. And the idea was that they, they wanted the public schools to be as competitive as private schools. And I guess some of these other schools don't have recess. Oh, okay. And so the idea would be to sort of soften the public school's requirement for recess, mm-hmm. but obviously parents don't want that. And I'll bet a lot of teachers don't want it either. Yeah, and don't these kids, they all have like ADHD and stuff. Don't they need to get some of that energy out? And, yes, you know, uh, be a they little, do. So it's good to be a little more exhausted when they get back in the classroom so they can pay yeah. attention. Yeah. Yeah, and well, at least it's not going to happen this year. Right. We'll see what happens next year. So a bill discussed in the Florida legislature will allow people to shoot bears on their property if it's in self-defense. <laughs> now, bear advocates... I can't. I can't. These legislatures... No. Bear advocates are, uh, are not happy with this. Oh, oh. oh, man. That was brutal. brutal. That yeah. was an example uh, of what could happen. Well, 
apparently the complaint here is that this this will just entice people to lure bears into the property. Uh, it will take away the responsibility these people have to secure their garbage and other things. Um, I'm but, sorry. Do we but, have a bear uh, attack on people's property problem here in Florida that we have a bill that's uh, being put up seen, for this legislative I session? I see things about alligators getting on people's property, but not bears. No, I, well, well, I see bears on people's property. You know what they do? They take video of it and they put it on social media and then they wait until the bear leaves and then that's the end of well, it. Well, until they, the bear comes into your kitchen and opens your you, fridge right, and okay. eats all your stuff. Is if, that when it's considered self-defense? Yes, exactly. Or do you have to try to retreat? Right. If, that, if they're doing uh, bear stand your ground where the bear uh, enters your home and then it's then okay grab the gun and take the bear out if it's just on your property roaming around come on well the thing is we don't have the problem in this part of the state but apparently in seminole county which is north of orlando mm -hmm. that's where they've had a lot of uh, bear encounters uh but you know the bear advocates say look if people would just secure their garbage right and be more responsible the bears wouldn't have any reason to go on people's property. So uh, it'll be interesting to see if the lawmakers go for this. The uh, law does ban certain types of uh, things, like you can't take the bear and then, like, put it up on your wall after you kill it. You know, <laughs> Why that sort not? Of thing. Well, because it's not technically hunting. This is supposed to be, you know, something you do in self-defense if it is, you know, invading your, your personal space. Because that would might look, if you treat it like hunting, then yeah. you might encourage people to trap the bears or to uh to bait the bears right. onto the property. Are they it's endangered? Nonsense. No, they're not in danger. There's about four thousand bears in Florida and the legislature's considering a bear hunt, you know, where they would bring back the uh, the annual mm -hmm. hunts of bears. The the problem with that is last time it was so effective that, like, they stopped it on the first day yeah. because the entire quota for the season <laughs> was, you know, they were all killed on the first day. And, and it's you know, awful. the fear was that they would just wipe out the bears altogether. Can you imagine you got one of those little viral videos, the bear? Remember that one where it was, like, in the hot tub or something? Or, uh, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, it's it's sipping on a white. There was one that it was we drinking a white the claw. the white claw in the fridge, yeah, yeah. and it's this cute viral video, and it's sipping on the white claw, and you're watching, and then all of a sudden... Bam! You got the homeowner come out and blow its brains all over the patio. Oof. Yeah, that's, you know. That would be a mess to clean up. <laughs> that's Lure sad. it outside yeah. first, well, then shoot it. I'm glad, our lawmakers, alone. I'm glad our lawmakers are focused on the important issues for this upcoming session. Yeah. It sounds like it's going to be a real successful that's one. That's right. And, and going after college football. Yeah, too, right. you know, that's, yeah. that's another one. We'll get to that. So it looks like it's going to be another busy holiday travel period. AAA is estimating that 6.6 .6 million Floridians will be traveling and 115 nationwide. The busiest days, of course, right before Christmas Eve. And obviously coming back right before New Year's. And uh, in Tampa, the airport could have about 80,000 travelers wow. per day, maybe 90,000 on the peak days. So if you're heading to the airport, obviously plan ahead. Yeah. They're also warning people not to improperly transport firearms. Apparently this is an ongoing problem at the airport. People bringing guns mm -hmm. that don't comply with federal regulations. You have to have them in a, a travel case. They have to be checked luggage. They have to be checked in with the airline. Yeah. And people are just like bringing them through to TSA. And they're being found in people's carry-ons and everything else. Just so Google it. And yeah. you find everything you need to know. I That's would right. think it would be obvious that you can't put a gun in your carry-on bag. 
<laughs> like you would you think, think. That people would. Not, I mean, I wouldn't. Try I don't know. It. You yeah. know, Second Amendment, right? I, yeah. I want to do what I want to do, kind of thing. But there are rules when it comes to flying, and if you don't follow the rules, it slows down the whole process for everybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can imagine what happens at the TSA checkpoint when somebody's firearm oh, is found yeah. in the X-ray. It's going to stop the whole, you know, the whole thing. Well, for a while. there's signs in the line that tell you that you can't bring a firearm on the plane. Yeah. Oh, but I forgot. Right. Yeah. I didn't realize it was in my bag. I can't read. Uh, <laughs> Sounds like you're a real responsible gun owner. Yeah. I forgot it was in there. Uh, last year at this time, this was when that Southwest meltdown happened, right? When all oh, those, yeah. yeah hopefully was it that Thanksgiving doesn't happen or again. Christmas? I think it was yeah. Christmas. Yeah. yeah, it was a giant disaster. So it seemed like with uh, Thanksgiving was a really busy travel part of the year this year like set some records and everything went off pretty smoothly yeah, so hopefully that continues for christmas today's top stories with chris trankman chris thanks so much thank you let's get started with today's top stories brought to you by alvarez plumbing and air conditioning good morning chris did somebody say ziegler oh speaking of whom, okay so the sarasota school board is formally requesting that member bridget ziegler step down the board voted four to one, passing a resolution calling for her resignation at the meeting last night. Ziegler casted the only no vote, meaning she didn't vote in favor of removing <laughs> herself. Removing herself? <laughs> in controversy is because of her relationship with her husband, the Florida GOP chair, Christian Ziegler. He's been accused of sexual assault. The victim in that case uh, apparently involved in a three-way mm-hmm. between the uh, Ziegler's and the victim. Now, Bridget admitted to engaging in consensual sex with her husband and the victim, but she has not been charged with any crime. Yeah. So essentially what the school board is arguing here is just that this whole thing is such a distraction. They don't think she should be on the school board anymore because she hasn't been charged with any crime. She hasn't really been um, there have been no accusations of wrongdoing on her part. Uh, she was just involved in this little. Well, she's been critical triangle. for her positions on the school board, though. Yeah, and you know she's obviously very conservative. She's a supporter of DeSantis's, uh, you know, reforms, uh, the you know so-called "Don't Say Gay" bill and things of that nature that affect the schools. She's a big supporter. Oh, of Oh yeah, as a co-founder for Moms for Liberty. That's right. So she's been a cri- she's been criticized for those positions. But those are positions that she takes as a school board member. Yeah. There's no crime there. That's just her. Uh, that's just her position. Right. And this school board, it's not, uh, you know, where she's the only conservative on it. Uh, you've got other conservatives on this uh, school board, I believe. Right. Yes. And one of her supporters uh, actually came out in favor of her removal, essentially saying that it's not a uh, partisan issue. Mm-hmm. It's not a Democratic or Republican issue. The fact is that this has gotten national attention. It seems like anything that's uh, being reported about the Sarasota School Board seems to involve Ziegler and what's going on with her husband. And they feel that that's a distraction to school business. And that's why they wanted her to resign. I don't know how I feel about this because, like, I get the distraction part of all of it. And I get not wanting to be associated with these allegations. But first of all, he hasn't been uh, charged with a crime yet. He might be. The investigation is still underway. She certainly hasn't been involved in a crime. In fact, her absence from that get together, um, that's what led the woman to say she didn't, she didn't want to do it. Yeah, because uh, she was in it for Bridget. Right, right. Yeah, the moms for, for Bridget. Li- yeah, the Moms for Liberty is a group where, you know, they get on their, their moral high horse on certain right. issues. And so how can she have credibility when she's engaging in these 
activities outside of yeah, work. I, I think that's probably what a lot of people yeah. ha- take issue with, whether it's right or wrong, is that here's a woman who's been against the books and the don't say gay stuff and all of that. And then she's, you know, having a having a threesome where she's engaging in sex with another woman. Right. With potential, I mean, with potential assault activity involved with her husband. Right. She wasn't involved in that. And also with the stuff involving uh, her positions on sexuality, sexual orientation, all of that, that's more for kids and the schools. Uh, this is something it going is, on in a private... You, I get it, look, I get it, I get it. You can't be very it. outspoken about that kind yeah. of stuff and be on this like moral like high horse and then be right. doing that stuff in your personal life and when everybody finds out about it, then expect that nobody's going to pay attention to it. Yeah, no, I, I, I totally understand the point. I just like in it for Bridget. Yeah. Uh, if she does decide <laughs> to stay in politics, that's a great... Great slogan. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> well, she's not only on this board. You know, she's on the uh, Disney board. The Disney board as yeah. well. And mm-hmm. so, you know, they're looking at that issue as well. But right. in the meantime, both have refused to resign. Both her husband and Bridget. Yeah, so. they're they're uh, they're refusing to step down. And this is what we see in politics these days. When there's a scandal, uh, people, they buckle down and they try to ride it out. And I don't know if it'll work. I thought he would have stepped down by now. Um but he hasn't. We'll mm-hmm. see if he gets forced out at some point. I don't think he survives as head of the Republican Party here in Florida because, again, he's right in the middle of the accusation. And it sounds like this is going to play out for a little while. And the Republican Party, they are just not. Yeah, I think the all. party can get rid of him if they, yeah, if, they yeah. can, if they get together and vote him out. But that hasn't happened yet. Right. A Tampa woman was arrested for ramming her car into a Riverview couple in Ybor City. A 24-year-old, Donati Salcido, now facing felony charges of aggravated assault with a deadly weapon. The incident took place in the early hours of Wednesday, November 29th. Gail Dean and Ronaldo Ronaldo Baptiste were leaving a bar in Ybor City, walking to their car. There was a dispute where the rearview mirror was broken off of Salcido's car. Mm. So she got mad, got in her car, put it in reverse, and then rammed into the couple. And so now facing charges now she's not 14 years old or anything right because all these ebor stories they seem to involve uh, young teenagers 24 okay right. yeah well, not a, at least uh, i mean yeah she actually had a driver's license yeah right <laughs> right right uh we need some good news at ebor did somebody like hold the door open for somebody or something like that i, I mean well, it's been brutal again according to police there were large groups of people hanging yeah. out there were uh, disputes breaking out mm-hmm. this apparently was related to you know some argument among some people it led to some incident with the car yeah yeah. You know, and then next thing you know, tempers flare and violence right. follows. So that's that's a, another issue uh, with Ebor that's, uh, you know, making headlines. And we also learned a little bit more about that mass shooting there uh, that apparently the groups involved, there were two groups. So you've got um, and they included those those young teenagers who were part of it. But these two groups. Groups, they didn't label them gangs, but it sounds like that's essentially kind of what they were. I mean, they weren't, you know, your typical like chess club at right. school or anything. Yeah, like it that. wasn't. It wasn't a, a church youth group. Yeah, no, it wasn't that. <laughs> um, but these groups, they didn't expect to run into each other in Ebor, and then they did, and then things escalated, and the shooting happened. That was uh, that was essentially the... Because I guess we have video now of how the whole altercation started. That's finally been released. So, And the names of the, the groups, gangs, whatever, 
uh, you know, not very impressive. I mean, you got to, I forget what the one, I'll have to look it up. There was one. Uh, the names? The, like, yeah. The, the gang name? Or yeah. The the, gr- not the not a gang, but the group name? Right. The group name. I just saw it. And didn't I'm like, sound very tough. No, it didn't sound <laughs> tough at all. I'm like, how do they have uh, any kind of uh, street Flout? cred? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hang on. I'll pull it up right now. It is, one of them is called uh, K4K. And the other one is the No Hesitation Committee, NHC. <laughs> well, they're How not going to hesitate shoot you. Yeah, yeah, well, I don't want yeah. them coming after me, but I mean, <laughs> NHC, the No Hesitation Committee. Hmm. I guess that's right. I think you're right, Dan. Yeah, it's like a no hesitate hesitation to, to go kill you. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know, no, no connection to THC. By no. The way. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so speaking of uh, kids and, uh, you know, Problems. Church youth groups. Oh, okay. uh, two Manatee County middle school students arrested after a fight broke out on campus. A school resource officer at Buffalo Creek Middle School stepped in to break up the brawl and then got hit several times in the face trying to separate these boys, according to the sheriff's office. The officer sustained a jaw injury, mm. was treated at the hospital, and now a 14-year-old boy is charged with fighting and battery on a law enforcement officer this is why teachers and administrators they don't want to get involved when these fights break out because right. that happens they don't want to get hit yeah yeah i mean think about that if you're engaged in some kind of dispute on campus mm-hmm. and then the officer on duty shows up and then you just keep fighting yeah despite the officer getting involved i mean that's right you know that that would is was unheard of when i was in school oh yeah first of all those guys like we had these you know hall monitor guys these guys were like gigantic there's no way you would mess with them. you know what I mean? you'd be an idiot to do that yeah but you know now this kid's facing very serious charges you assault a law enforcement officer mm-hmm. and that ups the, you know the penalty uh much more severe so you know it, it's one of these things where uh you know it, it just seems like these kids uh are for whatever reason out of control on some of the schools yeah and what do we need bouncers in the schools now too yeah i think so school resource officer i'm in favor of that yeah uh, Yeah, bounce them right out of there (laughs) that's right (laughs) and the uh, other thing i wanted to mention real quick did you see the news andre i think his last name is pronounced brower the actor he was in brooklyn 99 he's played a number of different roles he passed away at the age of 61 i've seen him in so many different shows house uh, with Hugh Laurie, uh, that's, I mean, one of the best shows ever. If you haven't watched it, it's just fantastic. Hmm. Um, uh, medical drama, but it's just unlike anything you've seen. Uh, but yeah, Andre, uh, I, I think it's pronounced Brower. That's what it looks like. Yeah, right. Uh, he, he passed away suddenly at the age of 61. We're getting to the part of the year where, you know, it's almost like when celebrities or well-known people die, you take more notice because it's the end of the year and... And make it into the news. Well, like, doesn't what? it? Doesn't it seem like they do these like in memoriam segments? You yeah, know, where you see all the people who died. Oh yeah, the year. yep. Uh, and yeah, it's it's something you can't help but take notice of, right? You know, uh, and it's always a surprise. I think a couple of the people you see on there, yeah, at, at the end of the year, like, oh yeah, Bob Barker. Yeah, you know, we just like mentioned a couple of them yeah. uh, the other day. Uh, there were some surprising names in terms of who was trending because they had passed away in 2023. Yep. All right, Chris Trankman with today's top stories. Chris, thanks so much. Thank you. The Ryan Gorman Show on News Radio WFLA. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Ryan Gorman Show and find us online at RyanGormanShow.com. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. 
In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.